This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. In 1970, May 6th was the same as every other day in May so far. With a very few exceptions, the front page of the San Francisco Chronicle, the San Francisco Examiner, and most other newspapers in the United States had nothing but stories about the U.S. invasion of Cambodia and domestic protests of that escalation of the Vietnam War. President Richard Nixon had announced in mid-April that the U.S. would be withdrawing 150,000 troops from Southeast Asia. On April 30th, Nixon went on national television and reversed course. He announced the invasion of Cambodia. I have concluded that the time has come for action. Tonight, I shall describe the actions of the enemy, the actions I have ordered to deal with that situation, and the reasons for my decision. Nixon cited increased enemy activity. He accused the North Vietnamese of using neutral Cambodia as a staging ground for guerrilla attacks across the border into South Vietnam. American college campuses erupted in protest, including Stanford and Berkeley, and also including a state college in Ohio, Kent State. A protest on the grassy campus area known as the Commons on Friday the 1st had spilled into the town, and there were clashes between demonstrators and police. Amid wild rumors of heavily armed anti-war protesters in town, Governor Jim Rhodes called in the National Guard. In a speech on Sunday the 3rd that bordered on the unhinged, Rhodes compared anti-war protesters to brown shirts and Ku Klux Klan night riders. He called them the worst type of people that we harbor in America. And he said, we're up against the strongest, well-trained, militant revolutionary group that has ever assembled in America. I guess he forgot about the Continental Army. The protest continued Monday the 4th. Protesters, about 2,000 strong but unarmed, gathered on the commons in defiance of a university ban on demonstrations. The National Guard ordered them to disperse. And then the guard shot some tear gas up on the hill to disperse the crowd, and the kids picked it up and threw it back. And all of a sudden, I heard them shooting. Guards who had moved the protesters away from the commons by advancing with bayonets fixed now fired into the crowd. Thirteen students were hit. Four died. The National Guard claimed that the guardsmen were responding to sniper fire. Now, on May 6th, one of the headlines on page one of the Chronicle said, No evidence, those two words in quotes, No evidence a sniper fired at Ohio Guard. It was a statement by the Ohio Adjutant General, the man who had brought up the sniper fire in the first place, that he had no evidence to back up the claim. The commander of the Guard units at Kent State told a news conference that when four people lose their lives, the consequences are never justified and could never be justified. The shootings, which the anti-Vietnam movement called a massacre, 
shocked the nation. The famous photo of Marianne Vecchio, a 14-year-old runaway from Florida, screaming as she kneeled over the body of the fatally shot Jeffrey Miller, that became a symbol of anti-war protests. A nationwide student strike shut down hundreds of colleges and universities in the days and weeks after Kent State. The four who died were Jeffrey Miller, Allison Krauss, William Schroeder, and Sandra Lee Schuer. They were all 19 or 20 years old. All 13 people who were shot were students in good standing. Eight guardsmen were indicted, but the charges were thrown out before trial. Not Your Century is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and if you like this show, we'd love it if you'd give it a rating and a review. For great journalism today, consider subscribing to the San Francisco Chronicle, which you can do in both paper and digital form by going to sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Historical research by Libby Coleman. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.